Hey, welcome to Doggy Be Good. Good day, folks. Welcome to our Doggy Be Good podcast. And today's topic uh, will be a rather somber one, and that is dealing with the death of your pet, uh, your loved one. And uh, many of us probably have had pets in the past where you know, there's that unfortunate point where they do pass away, and how do we deal with that? And so once again, my name is Dennis Lee. I'm Mike from Doggy Be Good. And we have another person who will be joining us here. Yep, we um, have Christian. I'm Say hello. Hi. <laughs> okay. And I, I just want to just add to the, you know, the, the reason we actually uh, are doing this podcast is because Dennis just lost his little cinnamon right. who he had for 14 years. 14 years. Yeah. And uh, we're going to miss her terribly. And, uh, you know, as, as, a, as a kennel and as a, an animal trainer and a behaviorist, you know, we deal with a lot of clients and, you know, the loss of an animal can really, really, really take effect on people. And, you know, it, it's funny though, Dennis, because people that don't have animals or dogs or cats, yeah. you know, they don't understand what a true loss and, and yes. how really severe that pain can be because they don't have that pet. And, you know, right. some people say, but it's just a dog. No. It's... And it's just, it's just so much more than that. And it's, it's a lifelong companion. And I've been so accustomed to having cinnamon by my side. And now when I come home, there's no one greeting me there. And there's definitely a missing gap. There. Absolutely. It's a Absolutely. huge gap. And I, every once in a while, I think back, and Cinnamon was such a wonderful, wonderful companion, and never complains. No, she, uh, she was... Exactly. And uh, what happened here with Cinnamon was she had developed a, a, some kind of a liver damage, and she was vomiting, and we had to bring her over to the vet to find out what was wrong. And they did a couple of blood tests on her, and the results were rather severe, and the doctor told us that your dog had very severe liver damage. Now, the doctor gave us uh, two major options. He told us that you could either bring your pet to have some kind of an ultrasound to see what is wrong with the liver, and there could possibly be a growth or cancer of some sort, which means you may have to decide whether or not you want to operate, have the vet operate on the dog. Now, I doctor said, I warn you, though, that path is going to be even expensive one. You need to prepare for that if you want to go that path. But another option is to, we can give her a couple of uh, drugs, antibiotics, uh, and treat her for two weeks and see how she goes through those two weeks. And you can bring her back in two weeks' time, uh, and we'll figure out what the next step will be from there. And granted, it, it doesn't look directly at the problem itself, but at least it gives you time to think about what to do next. You can always bring her back to the, do the ultrasound if you like. We ended up choosing the second route um, only because Cinnamon was 14 years old. She's yeah, quite a senior. Yeah, that's. And I thought uh, to operate at, uh, at her age, she probably only lasts maybe an extra few more months. And I thought that really would only extend her agony. Yeah. And in the end, yeah. uh, she did succumb to. Um, we don't know what the problem was, but she did end up succumbing. And uh, she did pass away, but she passed away on her own. Yes, which you're very, very right. It's it, it, you're lucky because right. having to put them down, you know, is, is even. I was so afraid of making difficult. that decision. I yeah, was so not looking to forward to, to making that decision to put her to, to permanently to sleep. But she went on her own one night, uh, and, and you know, 
I, I think that that's part of the um, the emotional stress that people you know suffer when they're you know dealing with the sickness and of their pet is the guilt of whether or not to put the dog down right. or the guilt of you know these tests that need to be done and they're you know the, the expense is just excessive um, and you know I, I always tell people listen I've been doing this for more years than I want to you know talk because <laughs> it only tells you how old I am right, right. but uh, <laughs> the bottom line is this you know as much as we love our pets and as much as you want to take care of them and you want to keep them forever we also have to remember that dogs and cats don't live as long as we do and age is a major major factor when deciding what the you know the 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 good the best procedure to do with your pet is yeah. you know older animals 10 11 12 13 14 year old animals it, you know to go through chemo or to go through any kind of surgical procedures it's just too much for them to really handle most of the time that's what i was afraid of and you know to to put an animal through that for our own you know purposes our own I don't want to say selfish reasons, but, but it, is. I, it is our own selfish it is, reasons. We want to keep absolutely keep them around. Is you know I think that's what really causes a lot of people stress. Yeah. And the bottom line is, if you know your dog is not or your cat is not doing well, and you know you know that you know some treatments that we would do for humans, dogs and cats would never understand. Right. You know they they like chemotherapy. <laughs> chemotherapy for a pet is is so difficult. Because they don't understand being sick. They right. don't understand. If they can't get up and run around and yeah. enjoy life, then life is not worth it to them. Yeah. You know, it's just, they, they don't want to suffer. Right. They don't like suffering. Right. Um, no, I mean, nobody likes suffering, obviously. But right. when it comes to a pet, it's, you know, you, you got to make their decision based on the right. best, you know, decision is the best decision for your pet is what i'm trying to say and i notice uh with the three the two cats i used to have and uh, cinnamon the dog when they do go away when they're very very ill they they don't want to be bothered they actually go off to the corner that's what they do and they resign themselves and they're preparing i notice uh and they're not as playful of course uh but they they're preparing themselves they're not complaining no so you know and you know the same as they Pets, the dogs, cats—they don't complain when they have a disability either. You don't see a three-legged dog whining and being upset. They have three legs. No, they're running around like crazy on three legs. Yeah. You don't see a, a dog who's blind, not up and walking around. They walk around, they bump into things, and they figure out their way around the house. Yeah. You know, they, we, there's so much we can learn from animals because they're just amazing creatures. Yeah. They really are. They're just—they're amazing. Right. And I always say they're, they're God's angels on earth. But, um, you know, it's just—you you really. I've seen that the toughest of people crumble yeah. when it comes to the loss of their pet. We have Christian with us. Christian has yeah. been a, uh, a longtime friend of uh, Doggy Be Good as well. Yeah. And um, we brought him in because he actually uh, went through a terrible crisis losing his cat. Okay. Um, dog. I'm sorry, a dog a couple oh, of years yeah. ago. Okay. And, uh, you know, we, we brought him in to, to you know, just to, to have somebody who's, you know, just besides you and I who are always on this, you know, we brought somebody else in to get <laughs> right. a, a second opinion so christian tell us when you lost your dog you know you went through some some serious it was hard it's one of the hardest things to go through because they're a part of the family right absolutely and like it was at night and he started to seize up and he just wasn't responding so we had to take him to an emergency vet and there they told us he had cancer and they said it was most it was spread 
Yeah. yeah. And they could have done, uh, they could have checked for more and where it was. Right. But if you saw Kelso, you could see that he was drained and. Yeah. Yep. We had to make the decision to put him down. Yeah. And I remember being with my mom and dad, and my brother was at work, and my sisters don't live with us, but we all came together that night. I mean, my one sister didn't. She's in North Carolina, but we all came together that night, and we're all together, and it was terrible. But it's a losing a family member, it really is. Yeah, yeah. It's losing it's a, a member of the family. One of the things you were saying where even the, tough, the toughest of people crumble is that next morning my father was going to work and normally before that he walks the dog. Yeah. And he went to the door and broke down. And even when he lost his father, I never saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's the tough. weirdest thing. Yeah. It's very, it's tough. And, you know, there's no really way of, of not hurting from that. You know, you just, it, it's like, like anything else, you have to go through a healing process. Right. And it sometimes can be really devastating, uh, you know, more, more so than losing a family member sometimes. Really. <laughs> but, you know, people always say to me, I'll never get another dog. I'll never get another cat. I'll never do this again. And I always tell people, you have to remember one thing. You've had so many years of love yeah. and joy and companionship. And you have one, you know, one time that this this pain is going to be there. And it never goes away. It gets right. better. It heals. Right. But it, to close yourself off and to never fill that gap with another companion, yeah. I think is absolutely the wrong way to go. Now, do, will you ever have the same bond? No, you won't. Because, you know, that bond with that pet is... is, is, yeah. is it's sacred, but you will have another bond with another pet right. and you will fall back in love and you will have that companionship again with another pet and it takes time. But to say you'll never ever do it again and to say you'll never have that love and that companionship again, right. I, I think is just the absolute wrong way to go. It really is. Especially if you're a great animal owner, you know, if you're a great animal owner right. and you're a great parent to that, that pet, why would you deny another animal the luxury and and the privilege of having you as their owner, yeah. you know, and, and I know you know you you don't want to lose the memories, but you won't. No, you, you won't. won't. You're right. You won't lose them. They'll stay with you forever. Forever. It's um... that's like my dog Kelso. He technically was my second dog. Yeah. Because my first dog we had for a day, and she was sick. Like when we got her, she was sick. And a day later, we had to take her to the vet, and she was there for a week, maybe two, before she died. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember, this was like when I was nine. Yeah. I don't remember if she was put down or if she died on her own. Mm -hmm. But I remember visiting her while she was there. Mm -hmm. And you can not you can say you'll never love a pet again. And even after that day where we just had her, I loved her. I cried. Yeah my eyes out when Absolutely. she was gone but I, it was maybe a year later maybe a few months I'm not sure yeah. again this was a long time ago um, that's when we got my dog Kelso okay. and it, it was amazing you have that bond you had that bond again yeah you, know, you built a, a relationship with that pet and if you get another dog you'll, you'll build a relationship with the next dog as well you know and that's just the good thing about 
animals they're yeah they're just fantastic yeah. they really are they're fantastic they're just if everybody thought like a dog <laughs> this earth would be a, a lot more of a peaceful place to live it really would be really there'd be a lot more fire hydrants but it would be a really <laughs> nice place to live i tell you but you know that being said the other question people usually have is how do i know when it's the right time how do i know right that was something i struggled with because i had to leave on a business trip uh, right in the days when she was, you know, we diagnosed her, and uh, she wasn't, I mean, you could tell she was getting weaker and all, yeah. and I thought, should I have made the decision yesterday yeah. before I leave? Because I'm afraid that if I'm going, when I come back, she won't be here anymore. Yeah. Now, fortunately, we were able to find a sitter uh, that worked with us for many years, who usually walks the dog for us. Uh, but she had volunteered to help us out while I was away on my business trip. Knowing that this might be... Knowing. She knew that... That's a good person. Right. Very good person. Very she was willing to take that on. She said she'll do everything she can to try to feed and play with her. And uh, her name was Kathy. And she... Kathy said her appetite actually improved. Wow. Her playfulness improved until like the very last day, the afternoon... Uh, the very last afternoon she, she, she wouldn't eat anything she wouldn't drink anything and that's when Kathy knew yeah. that she was on her way out and so she actually came by the house several times after midnight to visit her to see how she was doing and then the last few moments Kathy decided to hold her on her lap for a few hours to the wee hours of the morning and that's when Cinnamon passed away and she told me afterwards she emailed me and called me afterwards when that happened and so I was Shocked, but also relieved to know she, she was alone. not alone. She wasn't alone. Right. She was not, she Kathy did alone. such a great favor to at least be a guardian yeah, over her. that's really a good person. And Kathy said she went on her own. That's great. She went on her own. And she, she went strong to the very end. I mean, she walked her the last day. Except she didn't eat that afternoon. And that's when Kathy knew that she's given up all her energy at this point. Yeah, well... And that's the thing about dogs, again, they, you know, right to the very yeah. last of their life, they're trying to give us joy, right. you know, playing, trying right. to give us love. And I'm glad I didn't put her down the yeah. day before I left on my business trip. Gave her an extra week of, of joy with, with Kathy, and uh, it, it helped. And it's I hard to tell when that moment is. I unfortunately didn't, you know, have that luxury yeah. of uh, letting her go on my own. I had my, my girl, Shana, mm. for... Um, she was 15. Oh, okay. And uh, she was prone to seizures. And one okay. night she had a, just a grand mal seizure. Okay. And she came out of it, but she couldn't get up. Okay. And uh, I had to take her to the vet. And you're going to make me start crying, but I had to yeah. hold her. Right. You know, while, while they put her down. And I knew there was nothing else that could be done. I mean, just, just nothing else mm -hmm. that could be done. Right. And same with my other dog who died of cancer. She's been dead four years, almost five years now. Okay, yeah. And she was only three. But, Young. you know, we knew, you know, it, you know, you, you think you're not going to know, but you will know when the time is right. You will know. Everything inside you will tell you it's time. Yeah. And you may be conflicted in your mind of whether you're right or wrong, but your heart will tell you this is it. It's time. Right. And if you're in the unfortunate position where you do have to put your dog down, then, you know, you... you have to be a responsible dog owner and, and make that decision to, you know, relieve your dog of any more suffering right. that they may potentially have. And uh, that's part of being a dog owner. You know, that's it's, part of being the, a responsible 
dog or or cat right. or any other animal. Right. You know, it's, it, it, it's, Your gut will tell you. Absolutely. Your gut will tell you. Absolutely. This, you can tell from the pet's eyes. Yep. And you'll know something. in your heart right. and you'll know when and you have to be strong enough to make that decision and, and do the right thing. And, uh, you know, it, it, I guess it comes with the territory, you know? It just comes with the territory. Yeah. But that's, that's the way it goes. Well, I guess that this was a, a rather somber topic, but I understand that many of us do go through this one time or another. And so we definitely wanted to bring out the topic and see, you know, how people respond to this. And, you know, some of the things we have to go through, decisions we meet, need to make, unpleasant decisions at that. And so um, any uh, last words, <laughs> guys, well, on like, this somber topic? You know, if anybody ever needs to, you know, talk to anybody, you, you know, you can always talk to your friends. You can always call Dog and Be Good, too. We're always here. Yeah. And, uh... You know, in, in closing, I guess, you know, just keep in mind that all good things, they come to an end, you know, yeah. and we just got to remember the good right. rather than the, the end part. Right. And I want to thank Christian for uh, sharing his story with us as well. And uh, I Oh, guess... you know, I forgot to mention what we did with Cinnamon afterwards. Um, we decided to bring her to the vet. She passed away on her own, but we made an arrangement to bring her to the vet and um, we decided to have her um, after the cremation to keep her ashes oh yeah it wasn't actually very expensive at all no. it, since they they didn't have to put her down she went on her own all they had to do was uh, bring it out to a, a service and they cremated her and they gave it to us a box a little box right. it looked like a little wooden box but it's plastic and it has her ashes in there and it has a little certificate uh, her name and everything and who the owner was it was really nice I mean She's I think that's the us. best thing to yeah. do as well, you know. And yeah. there's, you know, you could also have your dog buried. There's, right. there's cemetery, big exactly. cemeteries upstate. Right. New York is the closest one I believe to here. Do a little bit of research, right, to find uh, out what's what's appropriate. You don't want to get ripped off or anything like that. But for us, it was just what we wanted. And remember, always, it's what you can afford to do. Yeah, I actually got um, my dog's footprint okay. or paw print, yeah. I should say, and I actually plan on getting it, like making a mold of it. So I can put it on ink and get it as a tattoo. That's great. Cool. That's really cool. And wow. with his name yeah. and how long we had him. Okay. That's great. And so he'll always be with me. Yeah. Whether you plan on getting a tattoo, right. he'll always be... Your, your pet will always be with you. You'll have those memories yeah. and you'll always love them. Right. That won't ever change. That's great. You know what? I think we better conclude this before you have three guys sitting around a microphone crying. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting teary-eyed already. Thank you. Okay. This is Mike from Doggy Be Good. Thank you so much for listening again. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>